Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a good day. The flash fiction you're about to hear uh, kind of speaks for itself, so I'm going to take this opportunity to give a shout out to uh, something that uh, I'm part of. Um, on Monday evenings, I stream with uh, my good friend Oz Mills. Um, he is running a really cool um, Quantum Leap inspired uh, Dungeons and Dragons campaign at the moment, and I am lucky enough to be one of the players. Um, and, uh, it's really cool. It's really worth checking out and we're having a lot of fun with it. Um, currently I'm playing as a, a changeling who is disguised or about to be disguised as a, a vampire who was disguised as an English spy in an alternate Europe, uh, during an alternate second world war. And that's cool. Uh, so I highly recommend you check it out. Um, it is uh, available at twitch.tv forward slash ozmills, O-Z-M-I-L-L-S. And uh, it's from nine o'clock on a Monday night. Enjoy the flash fiction. Foreign Trade The sun was setting over the market, the sky painted in pinks and oranges. Ferret wrapped his coat around himself more tightly and blew into his palms to warm them. Last few spaces, he shouted high and clear, from here to the Lutran Confed and up the river to Hilltop. Despite the lateness, the market was still bustling, louder than ever. Now that there were so many uplifts with their talky jewels, it was difficult to get a word in edgeways. He swept his eyes over the other folk touting for trade. There was Lork, the otter that ran the biggest river trade right through Myria. All right, Lork! The otter's golden eyes flicked towards him just long enough to know he'd been heard. Ignoring him, Lork clapped his paws together. Come on, he said, voice pulsing out of the crystal at his throat. Cheap river rates right here. Yeah, you heard me, Ferret muttered. Stuck up son of a... You, sir, are you looking for some portage? The man walking past just shook his head and walked on, the hem of his long white robe picking up dust and grime from the cobbles. It was the same all over the market. As soon as the uplifts were able to voice their own calls for prices and offers, they dropped their human counterparts like hot rocks, or most of them at least. Lork was just one of several uplifts that barely even registered Ferret's existence now. The sun continued to set, the last few people drifting away from the market, and Ferret's breath began to huff out in clouds of condensation. He thrust his hands deep into his pockets and began to walk back to the boat. Not only had the uplifts got voices now, but the O'Halland Guild of Engineers had started horning in on the territory. The harbour was its usual mess of masts and riggings, seagulls circling lazily in search of a quick evening meal from some unwary fisherman, but now guild ships towered like nails waiting to be hammered into wood. It snuck aboard one, of course, more for curiosity than necessity. The inside was cavernous, big enough to contain his dad's entire boat five or six times over. The sea snake wasn't much, two masts, a wide deck and plenty of cargo space below, 
but it was home. Ferret slung himself over the side, listening out for his dad, but only silence greeted him. Probably out drinking again, he muttered. He didn't find anything either then. He ducked his head below decks and sniffed, screwing his face up at the stale belch of air. Or maybe he started in here first. Darn it, Dad, why? He stopped short as he came back out. Stood on the quay, white robe ethereal in the gathering gloom, was the man from the marketplace. Evening, Ferret called. Can I help you? You're a cargo conveyancer, the man said, his accent oddly lyrical. That is correct? We ship stuff up and down the coasts and rivers, if that's what you mean, Ferret said. With his eyes on the strange man, he fumbled with the lantern that hung just inside the below deck's door. You got something you need moving? Cheapest rates in the harbour, and if you find it cheaper elsewhere, we'll match their price. What's your name, if you don't mind? Geraldo e Lucrenza. I have a few crates that I am looking to have moved to Hilltop, the man said. Trade there, you understand. He leaned closer as Ferret succeeded in lighting the lamp. A golden beard curled around his tanned face, the matching eyebrows only serving to highlight his flint-dark eyes. Only, I seek discretion, yes? Ferret nodded and tapped his nose, something he'd seen his dad do when someone told him a secret. I've got you, sir. Now then, may I ask what we're transporting? You may not, Lucrenza said. Suffice to say that I would be happy if this did not appear on your bill of lading. I am happy to pay extra for the privilege. Ferret weighed his options. Smuggling, should they be caught, would come with a hefty fine, enough that they'd probably lose the boat. But without work, they'd lose the boat anyway. And whatever it was, he'd not gone to one of the quicker uplift services. Listen, uh, my dad's a skipper here and he's out on uh, business right now. But it sounds like the best time to work this out, and maybe to load it up, would be early in the morning. Very early. Say, three bells? Lucrenza's mouth twitched as he considered, then nodded. I could be back here then with the goods, yes, and dependent on price. Ferret grinned, and they got down to haggling. You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Giant's Reach, where you can find more fiction just like this, 